This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. everyone welcome back to another episode of here for the crack with me evan neil no word of a lie i have been sitting here staring at my mic for the last hour completely speechless like i just don't know how to start this podcast and i know it's gonna end in tears so i apologize for that in advance i'm sure you've all seen it I mean, if you follow me on Instagram, you couldn't have not seen it because I didn't shut up about it yesterday. (laughs) For anyone that doesn't know what I'm talking about, my face slash this podcast cover art was on a huge, or is, is currently on a huge billboard in the middle of Leicester Square in London and in three other cities, which I also found out yesterday. It's also in Glasgow, Cardiff and Dublin. Like, I have no words, guys. I am literally shell-shocked. I don't know what to say. I am so overwhelmed with gratefulness and all of your guys' love. And I I just can't believe it. Like, I don't know. Oh, this is going to be a hard episode because I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Let me just talk you through what actually happened yesterday. Let's take a step back and I will describe to you the day's events because it was just as much of a surprise for me as it was for everyone else finding out. I didn't have a clue. So Wednesday night, I go to bed, very normal evening, you know me and my early bedtimes. Like I think I was in bed at half nine because I have class at 9am on a Thursday morning and I like to be able to get up and Well, I was planning going to the gym, but I'll tell you what I did instead in a second. But yeah, like to be able to go to the gym and stuff before getting into at nine o'clock, you need to get up pretty early for that. So I was trying to get a really nice early night and I was lying in bed and I was thinking, oh, maybe I'll do a little student day in life tomorrow because I feel like tomorrow is just going to be a pretty bog standard. Like it's going to be a very realistic student day in life. I've got a three hour class. I've got a lot of work to do on my dissertation. I've got a dissertation one-to-one and then going out for dinner. So, you know, a bit of a mix of like uni and then a, something fun. So I decided, yeah, I'll do a little TikTok day in the life. I woke up at seven and I thought, realistically, I'm not going to, if I go to the gym right now, I'm literally going to be able to spend 20 minutes there if I want to be able to get back, have my breakfast, get a shower, get ready, go and get the bus into uni, all that jazz. So I was like, why don't I go for a run? Which is not like me at all. I'm not a runner. I actually used to be a runner when I was a good bit younger, like in school. But recently, I don't know why, it just feels like everyone and their mum is doing a marathon. All I see is people doing marathon training. And also, I just think with the longer days coming in and the weather being a bit nicer, you do generally just see a lot more runners out and about. And there is something nice about the idea of like just being able to go on a nice little 15 to 25 minute half an hour to push uh, type of run like in the sun 
Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes I envy people that are just having a lovely little run in the sun. I don't envy people doing marathons. That is something I can pretty happily say I will never do. But what I have been thinking about getting back into is just being able to run literally for, as I said, 15 to 30 minutes. I just think having the stamina to do that would be really nice for times when you don't necessarily have an hour plus to go to the gym or it's a nice evening and you'd rather do some exercise outside instead of, you know, shutting yourself away in some kind of dark gym. So when I woke up on Thursday morning, I thought, fuck it, I've been thinking about this for a while. It's dry outside. Let's go for my first run in literally who knows how many years. (laughs) I was expecting to literally be heaving over, keeling over, healing, what? what? Sorry, word vomit. (laughs) I was expecting to, after about five minutes, just literally be dead and maybe have to walk back from there (laughs) or even walk for five minutes and then run for another five. I don't know. But you know what? I didn't do too bad. I managed to run for a solid 15 minutes. I was low-key quite proud of myself, even though I know that's not that much of an achievement because, you know, my mum literally gets up and does three-hour runs at the minute in preparation for her marathon. So yeah, not really that long in the grand scheme of things. Anyway, I come back, get a shower, get ready for uni, didn't have time to eat my breakfast at home so I just made myself some oats and put it in a little Tupperware box and thought I'll just eat that when I'm in class. I go into class, it's my fashion PR module and we had a guest speaker on who was talking about sustainable fashion, a topic which you guys know I love. The class is timetable from 9 till 12 but yeah, 9 times out of 10 you're not there really till 12, I would say probably you get out at around half 11. But anyway, we listened to the guest speaker. She was great. I went and grabbed myself a coffee because we had a little like 10 minute break in between the guest speaker and then like going back to our normal lecture. And our regular lecture is just kind of going over our assignment details because we've got an essay due soon. So yeah, she was just kind of going through examples, academic writing, you know, all that bullshit. Or I shouldn't really say bullshit. It's not bullshit. I'm just trying to paint the picture of how mundane this day started off. So I would say probably five slash ten minutes before the end of class. Like it's kind of be in the process of being wrapped up, you know. We're on the final slide of the presentation type of thing. And out of the blue, I get a message from someone. Now this person is not someone I would like frequently be in contact with. So it was just a little bit random to see. So I was like, oh, what's this? Opened it. She sent me a photo of the billboard of the Here for the Crack with Emma Neil podcast cover up on a big fat billboard <laughs> and with the caption, oh my God, hi. And I was like, what? Is this, is this a joke? Is this photoshopped? What the fuck is going on here? I'm sitting there in class. It probably looks like I just had the shock of my life. It probably looks like to my teacher, I've just found out there's been a death in the family. By the look on my face, I was that shocked. I reply saying, what in capital letters? Shut the fuck up. Where is that? And obviously come to discover it was in Leicester Square. Now, when I say it is the biggest coincidence that this person saw this, because you've got to bear in mind, right? These like digital billboards 
Because I feel like most most billboards, well, not every billboard is digital now, but I feel like lots of the big billboards, they're often digital and they like change quite often. You know, the one thing only stays up for probably like five seconds before it moves on to the next thing. So often if you're just like a person walking past, you're not going to see all of the different billboards that are on the little circle of do you know the ones that are being circulated at that time if you're just walking past like literally walking past not really paying attention you're only gonna pass it when it's showing like two of them probably but this person obviously walks past it and sees it when it's on me which you know the chances of it are so slim so that in itself is insane and also just like the timing of it and everything, like I'd have been raging if I hadn't found out until like a few days later or something. I'm just really glad that she saw it and it was like the morning of the first day it was up. So I'm resharing the photo to my family group chat and putting on my Instagram story. I am freaking the fuck out. Like my hands are furiously shaking at this point and I'm still sat in class. Class ends a few minutes later and I just don't know what to do with myself. Like, what do you do when you've just found out this piece of information? Also, my laptop had literally just died and where I was sat in class, I didn't have access to a charger. So my laptop was dead. I was like, I didn't know what to do. I was walking, I was pacing back and forth. I, I kept toying with the idea of going into the library and charging my laptop. And then I was like, wait, no, what am I doing? Should I get a bus home? Because then will that give me more time if I do when I go to London like all these thoughts were like racing through my head and the people that were there was a group of people standing outside the library they must have thought I was a fucking weirdo because a no joke I walked past them and then like back and forth past them about 10 times trying to decide what to do in my head like I'd walk towards the student union then I'd walk back and then I'd walk into the library then I'd walk back again and I just kept doing this until I don't even know what I was waiting for (laughs) just a bit of mental clarity to be honest so I thought, right, I need to calm down here, relax, take a breath. I went into student union and I decided I'll just sit here for a minute, get my laptop charged, message my manager, look at train times to see if I do want to go to London, if there's time to go to London. Because, you, you know, you never know. I could have gone onto the train line website and it could have been £200 for a ticket. Like sometimes when you're booking things last minute, it is extortionate. And then there's other times, you know, if it's off peak, which it was, then it's actually not that expensive at all. But I was just, there was a hundred things racing through my head. I was like, am I going to be able to make this work? I'm meant to be going to Liverpool on Saturday. I am, sorry. Going to Liverpool tomorrow. Today's Friday, by the way. So I was just thinking, can I do this in such a quick turnaround? Am I going to be able to have somewhere to stay so last minute like obviously I've got so many people I know in London but will I be able to get through to them will they be free will I be able to stay at theirs I was just thinking of all the logistics so I thought right relax get your laptop charged send a couple of emails have a little browse and train line and we'll get this sorted I was also just kind of low-key convincing myself not to go like talking myself down being like it's not really that necessary is it and then, but then on the other hand I was like oh it's not every day this happens but then I was like, but then what if it's there for a week? I don't need to stress about it. I can go when I come back from Liverpool instead of rushing things. And I'm meant to be going out for dinner tonight. Yeah, as I said, just too many things going through the brain. Anyway, get my laptop charged, email a contact I have at Spotify and discover that it's only there until Sunday. And that's when I also discovered that it is in another three cities on top of London. So at this point, I'm so gassed. I'm freaked that it's stopping on Sunday. Everyone is telling me because I put up a little story on my Instagram story being like, 
I'm so overwhelmed right now. Like, do I just hop on a train? The amount of replies of people being like, go get that train, girl. And I'm so glad you all told me to. I text my manager and I was like, fuck it, I'm coming. My train gets into King's Cross at three o'clock. I booked my train. I had one hour to get... Well, this is the thing. I probably could have and should have just gone straight to the train station from uni. It's like walking distance. But part of me wanted to like go home put on an outfit that I wanted to have on for getting my little pictures in front of it. I didn't know if I wanted to be like matching to it, like kind of try and tie in with the purple and the lilac vibes, which I actually didn't even end up doing. Also, I wanted to put on a little bit more makeup. I'm also just one of those people that's like scared to sleep over anywhere without my wash bag. Like I'm really psycho about my skincare routine and the thought of not having my wash bag and my skincare when I'm anywhere is just it's terrifying so yeah I had an hour to get get the bus home from uni because I wasn't going to go straight to the station get the bus home throw a suitcase or bag together get changed throw a bit more makeup on and at this stage I thought I was going to get the bus back into town to then get the train but I ended up just having to get an uber So I hop on a bus outside of uni back to my house, which bear in mind is normally only like a 10 minute journey. Like it's really not far where I live from uni and it's just up one straight road. As long as it's not rush hour, you're getting there in, I'm going to say seven to 10 minutes. However, of course there has to be roadworks going on at the minute. And because it is one lane, like it's literally one lane the whole way, With the roadworks, everything just comes to a complete standstill. Like, you'll just be sitting in the same spot for what feels like when you're in a rush. It genuinely feels like half an hour. I kept going up to the bus driver being like, please, can I get off here? He's like, I can't let you all off, love. And I was like, please just let me out. I gotta be somewhere. (laughs) After what feels like way longer than it probably was, I get back to my flat. I'm running around the place like a headless chicken, throwing clothes out of my wardrobe on the floor, trying to decide what's where, like trying things on in a mad panic while trying to explain to my flatmates what's going on. Like also really shaking and talking at 100 miles per hour and they're all just like, um, calm down. I pack a little mini suitcase full to the brim of clothes. Still don't know why. So unnecessary. Did I think I was gonna just like start getting changed in the middle of Leicester Square, like quite possibly one of the busiest places in London. Did I think I was just going to do little outfit changes to get different pictures? I don't know what was going through my head. I I think it was just panic, to be honest. And I was just throwing in anything and everything into that suitcase because once I got on the train, I was like, there was actually no need for any of that. I could have, like, I'm getting the train home at 7am tomorrow. I could have just come home in the same outfit and just chucked my wash bag, my makeup bag into my handbag. I really don't need a full suitcase. But you know what? I'm actually a very much a suitcase person. Like, even when I go up to the north coast of Ireland for like one night, I will always bring a suitcase. I think I just like having options and I like having layers depending on the weather. I reckon even if I was just staying at a friend's house for a night, I would bring a suitcase. I don't know. Maybe that's a weird personality trait of mine. I got my Uber to the train station and managed to get there with like a good amount of time so I wasn't stressed out to the max, you know. I had time to go and get myself something to eat and something to drink, which was good because that's just like my little ritual anytime I get the train. I love getting the train in England. It's just such a nice way to travel. It's so 
relaxing. You don't need to worry about anything. You've got so much more space compared to a bus. Oh, especially if you're at like the nice little table bit, you know, with the four chairs turned into each other. Love that bit. I actually stole someone's seat there. They didn't get on until literally like the last 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, we can swap. But like, that's my seat. We can just swap if you want. He was like, no, you're fine. Just stay there. It's grand. Like, I didn't even really select that seat. I just got given it. So, you know, I'll take it if it's going. And it's always just nice views on the train. Like, you always go through really pretty parts of the country and nice countryside. And you get to see little towns that you've never seen before. It's glorious. I'm a big train fanatic. Best way to travel, hands down. Buses, ooh, sorry. I just, I have to get a three-hour bus home from Liverpool tomorrow. No, not tomorrow, on Sunday. I have to get a three-hour bus. I, I couldn't be dreading it more. No Wi-Fi, no space to put anything. Like, I'll be, my legs will just be like on top of my bags. It's not comfortable to read in. I don't have anywhere to rest my arms. I can't put my laptop anywhere and do work. Like, no, I hate the bus. Don't mind it one bit for just, you know, your short journeys going to uni and back, but long bus journeys, they remind me of like school trips, like those really long bus journeys on school trips, or when you had like a hockey away match in the middle of fucking nowhere. Anyway, where was I? God, I really, I love going on tangents. We're getting a full episode out of this story at this rate. You know what? Maybe we actually are. (laughs) I don't know that I have it in me to literally talk about anything else because I don't know my brain is just like still bamboozled. I decide to go for a coconut milk iced matcha from Starbucks. Not my usual order. I'm normally eat I'm I'm very much a hot drink kind of gal until it is like really hot outside, which is not that often in the UK. And even in the thick of summer, like even when it is really hot, I still like my hot coffee in the morning, but then I'll have an iced one in the afternoon or an iced matcha. Anyway, that's besides the point. I decided to go for an iced matcha because I thought my heart rate is already through the roof. I've been sweating since I found out this news. I feel like traveling in general, like getting trains and then like once you're off the other side, getting tubes and stuff, it can get quite sweaty when you've got your big coat on and you've got like a couple of bags. I just feel like you very easily get very sweaty. And I thought if I throw a hot drink into the mix of this, it's not going to be good for anyone. So get myself an iced coconut milk matcha. Can I just say not great from Starbucks? Really, really not great. I've had their hot matcha before and I liked it, but it definitely was a lot. I think the guy made it stronger for me because I remember him asking me, he was like, do you want it strong? Because it's normally made quite weak. And I was like, oh yeah, go for it. And I really liked the way he made it that time, but that was hot as well. I think I prefer a hot one. Um, But yeah, this time, first of all, iced. Second of all, weak. Third of all, I think I didn't drink it in time. So a lot of the ice had melted. It was just very watered down and very nothing. I was like, I'm just drinking water with a little dash of matcha and coconut milk in it. And it tastes stinking. I hurry my little butt onto the train, get myself a nice little table seat with the little table of four. And at this point, I realise I haven't sorted the logistics of me staying in London. So I now start ringing people to see where I'm staying and what I'm doing. I don't get through to my sister. I think, fuck, maybe she's busy today. Maybe I'm not going to get through to her at any point. So I'm not going to be able to make this work. So I ring my friend 
and she's like oh my god buzzing for you I can come and meet you at Leicester Square to see it but I'm working tonight until she works in a bar so like she might not be leaving till 12 o'clock so can't stay at hers I'm like oh my god what am I gonna do I ring my mum and it turns out she's in London staying with my sister I had no idea I hadn't spoken to her in a couple of nights because I think every time she'd rang me I was already in bed (laughs) yeah she would like ring me at nine o'clock and I'd be reading my book trying to wind down and I'd be like no so yeah I ring her discover that she's in London and I'm like oh my god amazing you can come meet me and then I can come back and stay at Olivia's with you the train leaves from Leeds and then I'm like oh fuck I'm meant to have my final one-to-one with my dissertation tutor at three o'clock with ten past three the train gets into King's Cross at half three so I know I'm gonna be on the train but it's a case of am I gonna be able to have a call on the train it's my last meeting as well like I had a lot of things prepared to ask you know just any kind of final uncertainties little random questions I had about this or that and layout of things getting feedback on the things that I'd emailed her in the week prior to it oh just loads of things and I was like oh my god what have I done (laughs) have I fucked it just to go to London to see this so I emailed her and explained the circumstances and I said look I hope the signal will be okay the signal's fine right now and I'm I'm currently doing work on my laptop and it's grand it's definitely not going to be good enough for us to be on video call so if we just both keep our cameras off and maybe just try an audio call and she's like yeah no worries at all like that's amazing don't worry one bit like you haven't missed a single other one-to-one I hotspotted myself from my phone to my laptop and my 3g was literally so fine the whole way the second it hits three o'clock like I'm not joking you the second it hits three o'clock ten minutes before it starts gone completely gone nowhere to be found but you know what it's really not that big of a deal I have decided as she said I didn't miss a single other one I can email her any queries or questions that I have I'm fine it's not the end of the world I was trying to get some of my dissertation done on the train which I did I think I did a decent amount although I think my head was just kind of a bit all over the place I would just randomly start welling up I think the guy in front of me genuinely because obviously he was facing me and I think he actually thought I was like insane. Got to Kate's Cross for half three, straight on the tube to Leicester Square, where I was meeting my manager. She was actually already there. I thought she was a bit behind me. I thought I was going to be there on my own without her for five or ten minutes, but turned out she was in front of me. So she was already there and I was messaging her being like, oh my God, I'll see you in one minute. I'm walking up the steps of the Leicester Square tube station, suitcase and big massive puffer bag in hand heart beating out of my chest like literally palms sweating (laughs) some could say a little bit of an overreaction and pretty much from the second you get onto the street until when you're walking to where the billboard is which is above like the view cinema you can see the screen the whole time so I'm literally heart racing staring at the thing as it changes from thing to thing just be like oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god (laughs) I spot my manager and run over and give her a hug. This is before I've seen anything. So we're kind of just like standing there anticipating it coming out. She's already seen it at this point. And she's like, oh my God, it's amazing. It's huge. And we're just standing there and I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to burst out crying here. Like I can just feel it. I just feel so overwhelmed with emotion right now. And I just know the second it comes up, I'm going to start bawling my eyes out. And of course, the second it comes up, 
I just, I knew it was going to happen. I knew it because all those feelings just like rising inside of you. I just knew the tears had to come out. So I just burst out crying. And I was like, no, I've ruined my makeup for the photos. I hadn't actually. I was just being overdramatic. It was fine. Um, But yeah, it was just so amazing to see it in the flesh. I just, honestly, it was just so surreal. I couldn't believe it. The thing I was so baffled by as well. So basically there was three... Have I already explained this? Or did I explain this in a voice note to someone earlier? There was three Spotify ads that it was kind of like rotating between. So there was like, but there was other ads as well that were changing between. So let's say it went from like a chocolate ad to a movie ad to uh, the cinema ad to the Spotify one, right? And then it would repeat that but each time it was the Spotify one it was changing between three different things so basically once I would see me then I'd have to wait for it to go through another full three rounds again before it would be me again if that makes sense and you know what the three things were the other two Spotify ads one was the Diary of a CEO podcast which I swear gets like millions upon millions of listeners and the picture was Stephen Bartlett interviewing Alex Cooper as in the Call Her Daddy host. So like two huge people in the podcasting industry. And then the other one was Zara Larson, the artist. Again, huge pop singer. And then it was just me. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing up there? <laughs> like, That doesn't seem like it's supposed to be there. It honestly just didn't feel real. I was like, I genuinely don't know what I have done to deserve this. It was the craziest feeling ever and it still is the craziest feeling ever. So yeah, feeling massive amounts of imposter syndrome as you can probably tell. But it was the nicest day and I I probably stayed there. It, it felt like I was literally there the whole day. I was only actually there for two hours, which is still a long time to just be in front of a billboard like, get the fuck over yourself. But because I'd gone and met my manager, then she stayed with me for a while getting some photos and videos and stuff and then my friend Meg came along and I stayed with her for a while and she got some lunch in in the Pret nearby and we just kind of sat out by it and then my mum came so just like all in all when I was like waiting for each person it ended up being me being outside it for like two hours but it was so good because being outside it for that long it meant that I met some of you guys that had like come along and stopped by to see it which is honestly just so nice like I absolutely love meeting you guys and the fact that he's made the effort to come and see it was just oh it's just mind-blowing to me it was so nice to meet you and I'm eternally grateful it was so funny as well because obviously when I was like getting photos in front of it and stuff people would be like why is she getting a photo and then they would like look up at the screen and see it and I feel like people genuinely thought I was like an a-lister celebrity people would be like randomly like random a random Spanish man stopped and like asked if he could get a photo of me definitely thinking I was like a Hollywood actress <laughs> and I was just like babes I've just got a podcast <laughs> that man didn't have a fucking clue who I was he's gonna go back and show his fam- family that photo and be like do you know who she is and everyone's just gonna be like no <laughs> but yeah it was really sweet like random people just walking past and you know not having a clue who I was but just seeing that I was all biz getting a photo and like with that behind me and they were getting all psyched up for me and stuff and like yeah, I don't know. It was just really sweet. It was such a nice experience. And just for my mum to be able to see it with me as well, like had it literally been any other day, she wouldn't have been in London. So it was a complete coincidence. Everything just magically lined up, like from the timing of the text message to the timing of the train 
to the to my mum being in London. Oh, I don't know. It just feels like a fever dream. I promise you I did actually plan on doing a normal podcast today. I, I did fully set out to do it. I've written out the whole plan and everything for it. But I just think my brain is a little bit fumbled right now. So I guess this episode is just a big thank you to all of you. No, 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 don't cry. <laughs> oh, hold yourself together, bitch. <laughs> yeah, this episode is a huge thank you. No, I can't. <laughs> okay, I gotta compose myself. We're on the last few minutes here. <laughs> this episode is a huge, huge thank you to all of you guys. Absolutely none of this would be possible without you. I cannot express how thankful and grateful I am for every single one of you. No, stop. Every single listen, every single kind message you send me on Instagram, every single good review you leave me, I am so grateful for it all. It never goes unnoticed. I am literally so blessed to be sitting here telling the story. It still doesn't feel real. I feel like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and it'll all have just been a dream. Like this has all just happened within the last 24 hours. It's been very manic and yeah, it just doesn't feel real. I've never received so many kind messages from so many people at once. And all of you telling me like how proud you are of me. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, just thank you all so, so much for literally being the best bunch of listeners I could ever ask for and for allowing me to do this and for this little community we have just created together. I mean, doesn't feel so little anymore, does it? Also, another big thank you to Molly who did my podcast cover art without my gorgeous cover art. It definitely wouldn't be up on a big billboard. So thank you to Molly. Molly's actually one of my flatmates. She's a very talented artist. And another huge thank you to George Gill for my intro and outro music. And a big shout out to all my friends and family and my management and just everyone in my life that has supported me from the beginning. I love you guys so much and I promise you I'll be back next week with a proper episode. Bye!